Now look at my Really? Oh, so that's how you're gonna play it. You gonna do this? Okay, fine. That's all I needed. That's all I needed for him to do that. And it, it became personal with me. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch-Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I am your host, Sean Little, back at the home studio. Big Nick yeah. the Quick with me. You yes, see sir. him. Uh-huh. What's, what's the business? Out here, baby. Man, chilling. We you got, uh, <clears throat> obviously, playoff bubble talk. Yes. We're going to lead the show there. The NFL comes back Thursday. Man. Shout out, did, shout out Didn't Mahomes. think we'd see the day. Shout out Mahomes. Shout out Watson. Everybody getting the money. Everybody's paid now. Everybody's happy. Except for um, Mitchell. Yes. So we're going to talk. L- let me take a step back. We're going to talk bubble ball. Lakers, Rockets last night. Lakers let Rockets hang around, but they closed it out. Um, Speaking of closeout, Miami, got, uh, Miami closed out Milwaukee last night. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Giannis. And then uh, we'll trickle into a little bit of the Eastern Conference Finals. There's a couple interesting series going on. Especially uh, that Clips Denver is semi-interesting, but we'll get into it. NFL, back Thursday. Like you said, it's back. We, it's we back. Made it. I, didn't, I, I, I was the biggest, <laughs> biggest person on the this isn't happening train, so it's crazy to me that it's happened. Like, I think it was, what, it was like Monday. I was like, damn, we really have NFL football in four days and a full slate on Sunday. Like, can't wait, man. NFL I really I, I cannot wait. NFL I don't think ball. I look forward to anything more than Sunday in a long time. Like I, I, I cannot wait. Yeah, whole, whole, be, whole day planned, no movement. It's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. That starts tomorrow, full slate Sunday. We have to touch Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles, quarterback competition. We're gonna talk Odell Beckham Jr. being in the news for extracurriculars. Hmm. <laughs> um, DeAndre Hopkins. Got a new deal out in Arizona. What a situation from him. Yeah, great for him. Gets out of the Texans, gets a brand new sparkling deal, more guaranteed money, and yep. with a young quarterback, a young coach, offensive-minded coach that looks like they're going to try to throw him the ball a ton. It continues to look like a terrible move by the Texans, and it sounds like it was all because he didn't get along with uh, what was called? Bill O'Brien, who I yeah. think is, is the president of the awful coaching <laughs> awful coaching uh chapter of the nfl yeah. so we'll get there and then we'll close the show segment called stop the cap all this stop capping it. y'all doing all these tweets all these takes stop the cap uh we're gonna talk about Giannis. we'll talk about um any other hot takes that are on the internet stop the cap right now y'all are tripping yes big nick to quick what's been up Back man. at the home, still we missed a week, but we we back now, ready to talk some shit. Man, I'm excited to talk about the NFL. Last we talked, the NBA, uh, Luca hit one of the best shots I've ever seen to close out a game. That was great. Um, but yeah, man, what's going on? Man, not too much, man. Just uh, you know, enjoying, enjoying September over here, man. You know, transition to fall a little bit. Good time of the year, you know. Can't complain. NBA playoffs rolling, NFL rolling. Um, you know, finding some some normalcy in life, I guess, amidst all the chaos. Yeah, so I, <laughs> this, this shit is normal now for sure. Um, let's jump right into it. NBA bubble ball, playoff bubble ball, Lakers, Rockets. Let's start there. 
this guy, LeBron, it's so funny when you see LeBron come out and actually really want really wants to play. It almost makes me suspect about like what the fuck is he doing in these other games? Because <laughs> like when he comes out like he did last night, it's the the only word for it's unstoppable on yeah. the offense and defensive end. He's a very very big problem. And you can see it, like you said, you can kind of see it like early on in the game, really from like the opening tip. Like when he has that look in his eyes, like you're like, okay, yeah, this is a, this is a thirty banger for LeBron, easy. Well, bro, he had five points. Be- <laughs> he had five points in like first two possessions. Right, like, like yeah, this is. Yeah, you see what he's on. He's shooting threes. He's doing his thing. He's going out there. He's looking aggressive to score. Um, the only reason I could see that why he's not doing that all the time is that he knows the team can't win that way, so he can't come out like that all the time and and try to go for 40 because he needs to get the other guys involved. The problem is outside of AD, um, these other guys are having a hard time getting involved. Like I, I think we knew some of these guys were suspect. I don't think we – well, maybe we did know the level of how suspect they were going to be when 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 push came to shove. You know, whether it be Kuzma inconsistent, um, you know, I guess Rondo, they just reactivated him. But like guys like KCP, like these guys are real trick or treat type guys. And Bron obviously knows that. And I think he, he had probably, you know, sat through the last game and was like, you know what, man, I'm just going to come out here and do my thing. I'm not going to wait for these dudes to catch up. I know I know AD is going to be available. and He's going to do his thing. But I'm not going to wait for these dudes to catch up. And that, that's what it looked like last night. They, But they caught up last night. Yeah. <laughs> Rondo goes 8 of 11, 3 for 5 from Trey. Kuzma goes 7 of 10. And then Caruso pours in 5 points. Pour, pours in. Pour, five. Poured him in, man. <laughs> Lay him on. Five. He was but, tired after that I mean, one. I mean, that's that's 37 points off the bench. That uh, I mean, that's 40. That's, they had 42 points off the bench that they weren't. You know, they're they're there's I can't remember the last time they got 40 off the bench. Yeah. So it's gonna be tough for them to lose when that type of stuff happens. Um where is Danny Green? You know what? This is what? but like this is typical Danny Green. Is it right? though? Because he hasn't had that Danny Green game yet, though. Like he he has he's very inconsistent, but he hasn't uh, where is his moment? Danny Green disappears all the time and is a zero and then will show up in a game six and <laughs> go six of six from three. Yeah. It's almost like he lulls you to sleep and then shows up all of a sudden like, ah, God, they forgot about me. Yeah. Y'all gonna leave me open, huh? Like, <laughs> let me, let okay. Me pull yeah. out the torch real quick. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's been a zero big zero, um, for, for kind of a little bit of a stretch now. He's, I feel like he's been a zero. I don't remember him having a, I mean, I'm sure he's had a good game throughout the playoffs, but you know, like you said, he's has those six for six games in him. You know, he had hot games in Toronto. He had hot games in San Antonio. It seems like with this Lakers team, he's just a guy. I mean, obviously, you know, he still has value because he plays D. Uh, he can do a couple other things. But, yeah, he needs to score, man. So, yeah, they did show up last night. But still, offensively, this Lakers team is 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 troublesome. You know what it is for Danny Green as well is really big confidence guy. Yeah, it's like if he gets off to an early start and he's hitting jumpers, he's got to have he, it rolling. He'll he'll tend to have a good game and he'll continue to shoot jumpers. If he comes out early and misses a couple jump shots, he's 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 swinging the ball. He's not trying to. He doesn't want to rock the boat at all and have people talking about him like they talk about PJ Tucker sometimes in the corner or yeah, just, so you're- or Russell firing crazy. That he just kind of oh I'm off today. Let me stay in my lane and yeah. get out the way. 
Yeah, to your point, he was 0 for 3 on threes last night. So I'm sure after that third one was over yeah, with, he's probably like, like, yeah, no, 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 I'm going to do yeah, something else. Go ahead, swing this. Yeah, yeah. Swing it. <laughs> one more. <laughs> Definitely. So, but I'll say this. If they continue, and I say they, I'm talking about the Lakers. If they continue to just let the Rockets hang around like they did, because the, the Rockets were hanging around until the fourth quarter. Way too eight long. Eight minutes left. Yeah. It wasn't like this was a 10-point game whole way and the Lakers ended up winning by, by 10 points. It was tight until they went on. They went on like a, a – a, I want to say it's like a 17-5 run. Or they went on a run in the middle of the fourth to kind of separate it and close the game out. But there's one team you don't want to to hang around, and that's the Rockets. They could, they could hurt you. Definitely. I mean – you know what? I actually disagree with that. I don't the Rockets to me aren't scary because they're the Rockets and I feel like they're they're just a beatable team. You like I see movie? I see to your point. Yeah, we've just seen this movie too many times to where they're not like I wouldn't want to let like uh Dallas hang around. Like as crazy as that sounds, um the Rockets for whatever reason just don't terrify because I think they have way too much that they need to figure out. But at the same time, like yeah, you need to put up more than 100, 112. Like you need to you need to get out there and start scoring cuz the Rockets aren't going to consistently put up 102 like they got that 130 point game in them for sure but i don't know i don't know if the lakers are scared of the rockets and they're kind of playing that way like you see what i mean like i don't i don't know if they're necessarily scared of the rockets i'm oh, not you scared mean of the rockets. like they're just on cruise control like, i think they're cruising yeah i don't think they're worried about this team man i don't think the rockets are a really good regular season team but yeah i don't i don't know especially this iteration of the rockets like they, they that team is so disjointed they don't they are rest is out here know what Russ is doing at the time like yeah it's 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 a different thing i think they're gonna get out of this series but i think the real trouble 100 which we've always known is gonna really start with them against this clippers squad yeah i mean that's what we've been waiting for right like that yeah. was we've been waiting for that game for since since Kawhi went over there that we this is what we've been waiting on well let me ask you something though because this is something i was thinking about the other day um so this this Lakers situation, obviously you got an aging Bron, you got AD, and really not much else as far as guys that you plan on carrying into the future, right? You can do whatever you want to at Kuzma. Eventually you're going to have to pay him, which is really going to fuck up your cap because that, that guy is a candidate for overpay. We talk about Fred Van Vliet getting overpaid. Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma will be overpaid for the rest of his career. Um, so you're going to have to pay him. If you're AD... Are you looking at that situation and saying, hey, you know what, man? If we don't get it this year, like, do I really want to stay in this situation? Or are there better situations around the league for me to attach myself to if I want to win? You stay as long as Bron's there, period, point blank. As long as LeBron James is putting a Lakers jersey on, you put a Lakers jersey on. And but as soon as and as soon as he leaves, then you can start making decisions on if you want to be in L.A. and have them try to rebuild around you or you leave and go somewhere else. As long as LeBron is there and he's putting on a Laker jersey, then you got to stay. I don't know, man. I, I, I might look at other situations if I'm him. I don't think I don't know if they don't win this year. What tells you that they're going to win? Are you talking next about year? like what? Demanding a trade? No, I mean, he's a free agent. Isn't AD only isn't AD a free agent after this year or after next year? That Lake his Lakers situation. I thought is it was after like next year. I think his Lakers situation is short term. Like he has to opt back in or something like that because he never signed. Remember, he's still on that last year of that deal and then Pelicans deal, which is why they traded him. Yeah. So I think that he's a free agent. He has to resign with the Lakers. 
not demand a trade. So Sign what, somewhere else. So what you're saying that I thought he had one more full year, but we'll we could we could we'll look it up. Um, he has the yeah whatever whatever it is he has the ability to leave. But yeah. So you're saying get ahead of it and be like, look, we just had a full season with LeBron and this solid supporting cast. And I don't really see what can happen that would propel us to be even better than we were this year and next year. So yeah. if we don't win, then close it out and go somewhere else. Player option this year. But where, but where you're going to have a better option, where's that at? Well, I don't know the cap situations you know around saying? the league. Yeah, no, like, I hear you. I think that's what you gotta that's what you gotta decipher, right? I get what you're saying. Um, I don't think leaving LeBron to go somewhere else would give you a better chance than playing with LeBron in LA. Um fair. Unless you're what well, I think there's a very specific few folks that you'd have to link up with, and one of his name is Kawhi. <laughs> yeah, so hey, like, Kawhi, I, Kawhi comes calling. Like, it's like, hey, Brian, man, thank you. Right. <laughs> I want to so go and like, play with Kawhi. Yeah, it, it would <laughs> it would be tough for me to see a reason to leave LeBron unless you were going to go do some, like you, and I don't even know if him and Giannis would be a good fit. I, I don't know. It's that, That's an interesting dynamic here that for you to bring that up. But – Man, from what I saw last night, Bron Bron gonna be playing for a fucking while. True, he's catching lobs with his head at the rim. He's throwing layups at the top of the square, throwing them back in people's face, throwing them back to the three point line. He boy looks fresh to me. So yeah, I, I mean, I, we, we've never seen anything like this. But at the same time, like you know, what goes up must come down eventually. And yeah, and it yeah. will, and it yeah. will. But hey, man, aren't you? So the you guy Aren't you huh. the guy that always says you're going to be the last one off the ship? Oh, yeah, 100% I'm going to be the last one off the ship. I'm riding with LeBron forever. I'm just so saying, if you're, if you're AD, if you're looking at the rest of the landscape for the league and just saying, man, I want to win titles. Yeah. Unless, I mean, to your point, yeah, without knowing the rest of what's going on with cap situations, where you can go, who you can sign with, what you can do, who you can play with, what you can put together. But at the same time, we've seen these things come together quick. Guys decide they want to play together. They make it happen. Yeah. Um, so I mean, if he if he got with a few folks in the bubble and they're like, hey man, you know, ooh, ooh, um, you just never know what could happen. I'm just wondering if I guess before it was like, hey, LeBron's in town, it's a guaranteed title. At least one you're gonna get one. And goes to clear, you're gonna get one, he goes to Miami, you're gonna get one. I just don't know if the guaranteed LeBron title is here in LA with the rest of the, the way the rest of the league is starting to stack up. I mean, they're gonna be like, favorites. Yeah. They're gonna be right there in the mix. I I I I understand what you're saying, but they're gonna if LeBron is with AD, they're gonna be in the mix. They're gonna have a shot to win the title, just like any other of these top teams would. So it's fair tough, enough. But I, I hear you. Yep. Let's move to uh, Heat Bucks. Now, I heard all the chatter. The Heat are gonna beat the Bucks. The Heat gonna give the Bucks a lot of issues. And you know what, quick? I didn't believe my eyes, bro. I we talk about it all the time. Go watch, watch the, the tape. Film. Ball don't lie. Milwaukee was never right from the start of the restart all the way through. And don't let me hear about the Giannis injury either. They, they Giannis yeah. or no Giannis, this team was not going to beat the Miami Heat in the second round of the NBA playoffs. It when, just wasn't going to happen. No, they, if anything, shit, they look a little better. Yeah, 
<laughs> and you, you talking about? And you really knew like it was after game one. I this was one this this series and um Celtics Raptors. I just knew after game one. I'm like these neither these 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 are the better teams. Like for sure in the Miami series, I knew this is a better team. This is over with. Like they, they cannot. They have no answer for what Miami is doing to them, and it really exposed some of the shit with Giannis um, as far as some of his limitations and exposed the bad coach. I've been, you know me. I call out bad NBA coaching when I see it. And this guy, Budzenholder, I've been saying it since we got in the book. I, I don't think he knows what he's doing. Yeah. it. Um... He refuses to play star players more than 36 minutes. And yeah. he had no pivot. He had no, he had no offensive pivot. Yeah, he's one of the he, he's he does yeah well no adjustments period and the yeah. the 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 sad thing about that is it this goes back all the way to last year same in thing the Nurse playoffs did. it was the same thing there was no adjustments being made and they got bounced yep um then you but the minutes thing the, I don't get the minutes thing I don't understand why Giannis is coming out of crucial game situations in the fourth quarter because you have some predetermined lineup that you feel you have to stick to. But in the playoffs, everybody says like, Hey man, like, you know, let, your the, boys lineup, let the boys loose. I just, he's like the anti Thibodeau. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, I will not play you. <laughs> Can you imagine Thibodeau watching this guy? He's like, yeah, this guy. Yeah, like, what, what's this guy doing? I think it was game three. It was a close game. And they, they sort of just took Giannis out in the fourth quarter to give him a breather. And I'm just, and, and Giannis called out one game in the first quarter after five minutes, he called out, he asked for a sub. I'm like, what is going on? What is the culture here? Yeah, and, and he got kind of, and, and yeah, and Van Gundy killed him. He's like, what, what are you doing? He's like, you, you got to play through. It's the playoffs. And he yeah. came out after five minutes. I'm like, Giannis, and they're like, but yeah, but Giannis plays hard for those five minutes. I'm like, I don't give a damn. Everybody else in the NBA plays hard. Jimmy Butler plays hard. Jimmy Butler puts in a shift daily. Daily. He didn't even get a haircut down in Orlando. He didn't give a fuck. He <laughs> doesn't miss a shift. He doesn't miss a shift at all. And even when he's not producing on O, he's making an impact across the board. A hundred percent. Gets to the like, line. Yeah, there's a lot of times where he'll he'll show up with 28, and there's a lot of times he'll show up with 13. But he how about this? There's guys that you look at and you're watching, and they disappear and their their presence is not felt. Jimmy Butler is never that guy. Nope. If he, yeah, his, those guys, if they're not scoring, they're completely useless. He, his presence is always, always felt on the court. So that's a big thing you can appreciate about, uh, about Jimmy, about the Heat. Uh, yeah, man, they they never got right the Bucks. I was wrong on that. I uh, shout out my guy Derek Williams. He uh, he hits me. We're talking about the series, and he's like, "Look," and I. I, for whatever reason, I'm so fucking hard-headed that I didn't, like, take into account that, like, this guy has played with these guys before. Yeah. And he like he's like, bro, I'm telling you, these guys are going to give these dudes a hard time. He did, Well, this is the thing. He didn't say it before the series. I talked to him after game one. And he's like, bro, these guys are going to give him a real hard time. Now, I think he, he kind of thought it already, but then once he saw it, he was like, oh, yeah, this is, like. It's bad. Yes, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. It's here. bad. Bad, right? So he's like, bro, these guys are gonna win in five. I'm like, five. I'm like, dog, nah. At least like, I don't know if they're gonna win the series talking about Milwaukee, but it'll go six or seven, five. Yeah. Bro, it should have been a sweep, probably, if you really want to know. Yeah. So 
Definitely. I yeah. think they got they got what was it game four? They won, they got lucky. Yeah. Yeah. So with the overtime, like <laughs> that's the that, that series was over after game one. You saw what it was. You saw what Miami was trying to do. You saw what their what their whole goal was. And you saw that that Milwaukee had absolutely no pivot from it. Here's and whether a, that be coaching or whether that be Giannis limitations or a combination of both, like Miami, everybody had said that my tier point, everybody had said Miami was a bad matchup and it hundred percent came true. Yeah. Here's uh here's Giannis after the closeout series uh yesterday. Looking back to the bubble, obviously, and nobody's gonna be happy you now for the outcome that uh, we had uh, in that playoff run. Uh, but at the end of the day, you gotta learn from everything uh, that goes on in uh, your life and in your career, and uh, hopefully, we can learn from this and um, you know get better as a team and uh, come back and hopefully, we can build a culture in Milwaukee that uh, for many years that we can come out here and compete every severe for the for the championship. Is anybody more committed to their brand than Yanis? I've never seen him not wearing a, a shirt with the swoosh that says freak above it. That's dude, that's what you gotta do. Everywhere. <laughs> we're gonna uh we're gonna get to uh the whole building a culture for many years to come in uh Cap or no cap. We're going to talk about <laughs> that. Um, but I saw Jamal Crawford had a tweet, and he was like, I'll say this about Giannis. He doesn't make any excuses. And I, that is true. Yeah. And I do like that. He doesn't come out and point any fingers. He just says, yo, we didn't get it done. We're going to yep. try to come back. Um, yep. How do I say this? Is... Is there an issue with Giannis's game for the playoffs and to win a championship? Is what does he need to change to to kind of bro? I guess what I'm saying is I'm looking at the last two years in a row, and nobody really seems scared of these guys and they ne- they don't really seem scared in the fourth quarter with Giannis with the rock. Is it cause he can't shoot free throws is it cause his game is a lot of just go to the bucket. Um, I don't want to say, is he like a, a, a regular season guy, but <laughs> what, what, what's, um, what's the deal? Why, uh, yo, they got smoked. They got hey. ran off the floor. They hey. were busting everybody's ass all year. They get to the bubble, and maybe that changes things. I get it. There was a break in play. I understand that. But it's still the playoffs, and you run into a five seed. Hey, with a bunch of young players. These guys are young, and yeah. they and they, and they they ran y'all off the floor. It's a bunch of young dudes, and then Jimmy Butler and Gordon Grogic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, hey, look. Crowder. Hey, look. Shout out Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. Hey, Jay Crowder, man, I apologize. <laughs> In this series, you 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 added the three to your three and D. Yeah. Um. So you look, get man. What I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Listen, 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 listen. We're here. Told you last year where we would be. Yeah, I'm gonna on, find that clip. I'm gonna put on, that up on, on this show. I told you, the feel good story ran out after the Toronto series last year, right? If they, he didn't come in this year and do his thing, which he did in the regular season, and then have a lot of playoff success, which he did not, this question would become what you literally just asked me. 
is Giannis Antetokounmpo a regular season guy? Um, look, I, I'm not ready to label him that. I think at the end of the day, we got to remember that he's still only 25 years old. And if there's one thing that he's done is consistently improve his game, um, you know, add to it each summer, add some more moves, get better things he wasn't as good at. So I am still holding a hope that he will add a jump shot. I don't think he needs to be a knockdown shooter at all, but I think he needs to have a consistent, reliable jump shot that people can fear. And then therefore you cannot play him the way that Miami and Toronto have played him over the last two postseasons. Cause when you do that, you're essentially daring him to shoot. You're daring the other guys to shoot. Cause you're so committed to packing the paint on Giannis that you're not really focused on the other guys. And I honestly don't think a lot of coaches have the heart to play that style. So I don't think you're going to see too much change in the regular season, but what happened is each of those last two years, he ran into coaches and teams that were 100% equipped to play that style of basketball. Um, and I don't know if that's going to change, right? If you look at the Eastern Conference, Philly can do that. Boston can do that. Obviously, Toronto can do that. Um, obviously, Miami can do that. So it, it's not going to get any easier for him out East because you, you're unfortunately the teams in the East are kind of stacked with these long guys who can do that. And that's obviously the blueprint to fix them. So... I'm not ready to say he's not going to get any better and he's just going to be some guy we look at as always being a regular season guy. But I will say the blueprint to beat him in the playoffs, if you have the stomach to run that type of defense, is there. If you have the personnel to do it, it's there. And that heat on him next year, it's not going to be the same. It's not going to be this feel-good guy who was selling newspapers in Greece a few years ago and now he's an NBA elite. It's going to be, yo, when are you going to deliver? You saw it happen with Dirk Nowitzki. Remember with Dirk? Everybody loved Dirk. Oh, this German dude shoots threes. He's out in Dallas, man. We love his game. Then he wasn't winning, right? And when he finally did win, it was like almost a relief for him. Like, man, I can I can take this shit off my back. That's where we're going to be at with Giannis, man. Um, I think the feel-good phase of the Giannis story is over. I think now he's going to get that same smoke that other guys have gotten. Um, and that's what comes with the territory. But I'm not ready to say, like, nah, this is a regular season guy. But he needs yeah, to no. 100% Im- improve, and he needs to improve via jump shot and maybe some some sort of pull-up game or something. It can't just be that straight line head down to the okay. basket. Well, let me ask you this then. Because I hate trying to change people's game, right? Like, could he improve and get a better jumper? Of course he can, right? Would that improve – his overall game and impact, especially the close games in the fourth quarter, yes, it would. But he, if if he also had a killer with him that could spread the floor for him a little bit, and when he went to the bucket, if you just it wasn't an option to bring three dudes to jam the paint up because I'm kicking it out to Devin Booker just out of just to pull a name out. Do you Killer. know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, do, no, you, you get what I'm saying. So another like, ball handler, another guy that can take the pressure off of him. Another yeah. ball handler, another guy that is just an absolute killer because Middleton's just not that. And Middleton had an okay series at hey. certain points, had some solid games, but yeah, he's a number three. Good basketball player. He's a number three. He's a, he'd be awesome as a number three. Good shooter. Yeah. Okay, defender. Not not a killer. Thing. Not a killer. No killer instinct in him. Not not a killer. He's just he's just not a killer. Like that. And and you need you need and what we've learned about the NBA and forever is you need two killers. Count one two. 
you need to be able to have two killers where when one's not doing it or can't do it or he's getting locked up going to the basket. Yo, my man won two MVPs back-to-back going to the rim. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Unless you have Kawhi Leonard, then you only need one right. killer, apparently. <laughs> nah, he he had killers with him though. He had like really, really like Toronto had a lot of a lot of role player killers. He had <laughs> if that was Kawhi let me, Leonard. Let me man. see. Let me see. Kawhi's so sick. <laughs> Kawhi's so good at basketball, <laughs> but it doesn't make a difference. He's, he's just so to, good. He to talk around it, but yeah, you Kawhi, can't really. You Kawhi can't just. Is, you can't talk around it. I said the other day he's the best closer in the NBA, and it's not just scoring, but continue my fault yeah um so that that that's what i'm saying i i think obviously i would love for him to come back and shoot it like ad he needs to go talk to ad i would love for him to do that right come back shoot it like ad but but that's not going to be changing his game so i'm so you're not asking him to change his game you're asking him to get he already shoots threes i think he shoots five threes a game so just hit one more per game get a little bit better have some sort of pull-up so that people can't just sag off you and, and hey. literally form a brick wall in the paint. You listen, know what I mean? Like, what listen, is this? Listen, how many times have you heard about a player coming in or young in the league saying, this dude's amazing, he just needs to get a jumper and he can yeah. work on it? And how many times have we seen said player come back with a flamethrower and all? Maybe the only – you know what? The person that jumps out to me that that I think about is Jimmy Butler. He had no type of offensive game, no type of jump shot, and then over a two-year span, he was lethal from 20 feet. Slept in the gym. Yes, he was just lethal from 20 feet. But there's also a whole graveyard of people that are like – and they're still good hoopers, but it's like, wait till he gets a jumper, year six. Wait till he gets a jumper, year eight. It's like, wait till he gets a jumper, though. It's like, bro, it's my jumper not coming. Ron, like Rondo and Rubio, we still waiting for Ricky like, Rubio's jumper. Like, yeah, like the jumper, <laughs> exactly, right? So it's like, like Rubio's getting bit better. Than, like he can't shoot, but yeah. okay. But have you seen? Okay, but to my point earlier, though, have we seen anybody improve the way that Giannis has improved? Because when Giannis first came in the league and people started to see those flashes, they're like, "Oh, wait till he can do this. Wait till he can do that." And guess what? He did that. Wait till he becomes a ball to ball handler. Wait till he becomes a better playmaker. Wait till he figures out how to how to you know control himself on defense. Wait till he gets some type of offensive moves. He did all that. So where what's the and he's become a better shooter over the last few years. So what what is there to say that he's not going to improve and add that next thing? I hear it. That that's that's what separates the good from the great, right? So when you talk about a Jimmy Butler, that's a mentality. Actually, like just a different dude, he grinded his way to do that. But a guy like Giannis, who you know, this is all he cares about. If there's anything we can see, this is all he cares about is hooping, getting better trying to be a winner right and like i don't think it's lip service either like this dude you can see it in his game you can see it in his body you can see all of it right um so who's to say that he's not gonna go to the gym and work on that jumper knowing man i got i gotta figure out something else than putting my head down and going to the basket for four quarters so i i have some confidence that he's gonna add that part to his game he's gonna find what it is that he might need to do um to not be as one-dimensional offensively, knowing that that's what's going to be what's going to hinder him his entire career. I believe in this dude's work ethic, and I believe in his commitment. And I think you might not oh, be able I, to say that with all those dudes that we I mentioned when it's like, yo, wait till you get a jumper. Because to develop a jumper, it's hard. Like, to take where Jimmy, to your point with Jimmy, like, that was hard. 
for him to yeah. do that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like there's no, nothing easy I, about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I that's what I'm saying. So it's like for me, it's like, how about this? I'm not counting on him to come back with a, all of a sudden he got a fireball, right? Like, will it get a little better? Yeah, maybe. But I'm not counting on it, and I'd rather him team up or th- them make a move to where they have a killer with him. Of course. So that, that, I guess that's what I'm saying, right? Like, What, what do you think is the ideal player to play with Giannis? Like, if you could say, like, you mentioned Devin Booker. I think that because he can handle the ball and yeah. – and you know, alleviate some of that responsibility. Who else? If you're the Bucks, are you on the phone with Phoenix trying to get Devin Booker? And what do you have to offer? I mean, them? that's yeah. I mean, it's that's where it gets sticky, right? Because you have this Middleton deal now. You have um, the Bledsoe deal. You have they the signed Bled- they signed Bledsoe during the season last year. Yeah, you have a Bledsoe deal now. Um, the Middleton contract <laughs> is poisoned. You <laughs> said they just poured poison in the water. Oh they had yeah. no choice because they want to keep honest. So you couldn't afford to let Middleton walk. I would have Brogdon, honestly. Um, but yeah, yeah, the Brogdon thing is glaring. Bro. I liked and Brogdon is twenty million dollars cheaper than Middleton. Brogdon to me is another ball handler, which is what you desperately needed in the playoffs. Um, he's not scared. He can hit the three consistently. He plays D. And he's a perfect guy in there for those minus minutes out. It's apparently for 20 minutes a game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, yeah, it's an interesting situation. And then we're going to get to uh, Giannis leaving town and what's going to happen there. Is he going to do that? Is he – we'll see what he we'll, – we'll, we'll, we'll close the show with that talk. But um, salute the Heat. Um, Hey, Heat versus – Boston or Toronto is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um. Shout out your boy, No Limit. Uh, you, I you um. Hold on, hold on. You see, you see, you see the, you see the. I can't even. Camera's all fucked up. You see, you, you see it. You see yeah. it. You see it. No hey, Limit, Sean, Sean tried to say my boy wasn't built for this series. There was too much defense out there. There was too much length. He ain't realized the boy is a bucket. I did say he that. Told you. You said I, it all. I, I said I, I didn't think that he would make – I like Hero, and I like his game. Yeah. Um, Spo trusts this guy big time also, by the way. Like, let's, yo, let's not understate that. Spo trust, he's a ball handling responsibilities. He's playing 32 minutes a night. Oh, like, yeah. this is Spo's boy. <laughs> yeah, Spo loves this guy, man. Duncan, yo, Duncan <laughs> Robinson hasn't even been playing. No, it's a supposed guy. Yo, Duncan Robinson, probably the best three-point shooter in the league, and he's not even seeing the floor because – Tyler Hero shoots it a little worse than him, but does everything else ten times better than him. And I didn't realize the rest of his game was like this either. I mean, he he competes on D. He can he can obviously pass a little bit. He can obviously shoot. Hey, no limit, no limit, baby. No limit, Tyler <laughs> no Hero. Limit, That's a problem, dog. It's a problem. <laughs> I'm a bucket. <laughs> yeah, and uh, bro, confidence, He's confident. Yeah. And Bam Adebayo, problematic for the future. They got some good pieces. 2020 big man. Oh, you create by him at a bio. And hey, the dragon. For, for uh, how about Spo not starting Dragic and then ha- forcing his hand to put him in the starting lineup? And then Dragic comes out and looks like Dragic from three years ago. He's been yeah. a massive issue. They had, they had no response for him either. No answer for Dragic. Like they didn't even know he was on the team. Zero game plan for him. Yeah, at all. And he's been putting up 20 awesome. a game. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been, been awesome. Yeah, he's been he's awesome. Been awesome. 
Um, which okay, let me let's close this NBA segment out with this. Who would you rather see? Um, Miami, Toronto, or Miami, Boston? Miami, Boston. Yeah, that they the two, look like those the, are two best teams in the Eastern Conference. They look like the two best teams in the Eastern Conference. It'd be a great matchup. Yeah, that's everything you how want. Much, how much of this has to do with the restart? Because they that this, oh, it's, it's a simple, lot. It's simple fact that the Bucks and the Raptors were the, simply the best two teams in the East. L- listen, and now man, if anybody it doesn't look that way. The evidence is all there that 100% the bubble has affected this. The lack of everything. If you say that the bubble doesn't affect this, then everything that we've been talking about is having an impact on NBA games and NBA playoff series is bullshit for the past 50 years, right? Then travel doesn't matter. Home court advantage doesn't matter, right? That type of rest and all that stuff doesn't matter. Like, no, it all matters. So not having to go up to Toronto and play over there in Jurassic Park where the fans are crazy a thousand percent matters like not going to play in milwaukee like some of these yeah it, 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 that shit matters you just talk about day and you wake up hop on a bus and go play ball and you're not dealing with all the other shit that's going on like yeah 100 percent it matters it has a hundred percent impact on the uh on the playoffs the point where i would say if we weren't in the bubble you'd probably look at a completely different situations maybe yeah. Especially with a team like Toronto, I think that home court advantage for Toronto is is huge because their fans are crazy. Teams got to go through customs. Nobody's trying to do all that shit. <laughs> like, no, like, you know what I mean? It's like an extra hour on your flight to Toronto. Yeah. Like, yeah, folks be tired. I'm sure their yeah. I'm sure their their customs process is pretty smooth. But yeah, no, no, don't mess with them bounties over in Canada, Mounties, yeah. whatever they call them. <laughs> all right, let's. Uh... Let's switch it over to the NFL because it's back. And the NFL's the NFL some machine, dog. Uh-huh. They wasn't gonna stop. We, we talked about it. They were always gonna play. <laughs> they look at what that they balance sheet. They're like, nah, Rona's gonna cost us a little bit too much. Can't do this. Can't what stomach they it. Go, they go cancel the <laughs> NFL. Nah. You can't stop you can't stop the shield. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel the NFL. Never. See, hell no. Nah. Listen, bro. The NFL didn't have any referees. And they they went and got people off the street. They're always yeah. going to play, bro. They're going to play regardless. Think they didn't have any. They, they, they've had scab players before. They didn't have players, and they went and signed a bunch of guys to play. Exactly. The integrity of their game is on the line. They have referees that are dentists during the day refereeing yeah. NFL games, and they didn't blink an eye. That was so bad. I, 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 yeah. You, the people, I, I remember was, that. Yeah. Oh that was a God. And they were about player safety, and you literally got backup refs. They're talking about player safety, and they got me and you refing the game. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, bro. The NFL was always playing, but let's let's get on the positive note. It is playing. We do love football. Sometimes it makes me feel bad. Other days it doesn't. But um, dog, the game is tomorrow. One more sleep. Championship Chiefs uh, versus the newly minted Deshaun Watson. Cash out. Uh, no DeAndre Hopkins though. Yep. Um. Is it Christmas morning type of feeling? How you feel about it? I, yo, I honestly don't have. Uh, I have to call. 
uh Xfinity today to get the NFL TV. I don't have the shit. Wow. I don't have so the sports I, package add on. I, I gotta add over it. to I switched over to YouTube TV and when I opened it up on they didn't have NFL network or red zone options, so it's kind of like fuck man. And then I uh, open up on Monday, a notification pops up like we have just added the NFL network and you have the option to add red zone. So we're all good over here, man. Like yeah. we're, 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 it's, it's lovely. It's gonna be set up on multiple screens, like I'm set up uh perfectly. Um, nah, man, I'm um uh, with this game, first off, shout out to Sean Watson. Deserves every penny. Four years, $156 million. Got the short-term deal. Got the cash that hey, he wanted. Hey, the short-term. The short-term deal is available. Man, it's got available. The, got the cash that he wanted. And also set a little market for my man Dak. I think that that's the type of deal that Dak should be looking at. Um, you know, that four-year, $160 million range. So shout out to him, man. That's really exactly happy for him. what he wants. Yeah, and I think he's a gamer. Um, I really hate that they got rid of DeAndre Hopkins, um, and I hate their coach. I, I absolutely think Bill O'Brien is one of the worst coaches in the NFL. I've been on that the last two playoffs. Like he, he's he's a trash coach, um, super trash. <laughs> Fire that guy ASAP. But I hate bad coaching, man. I can go on for. We should have a show where we just talk about bad coaching. Well, it's because you hate <laughs> bad coaching. It's because you see so much talent being wasted. And it's 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 always glaring. Yeah. There's never like, oh, I, I wonder if he's a bad coach or not. It's like, no, nah, my man, like this dude is whack. This, this guy has he no situational it. awareness. Yeah. yeah, every week he proves it season and season out, every week, on and off. And yeah, who did they lose to? Did they lose to the tight the Titans in the playoffs? Watch their playoff. No, Watch the fourth. To, no, they lost to lost Buffalo. The to Buffalo. Watch yeah. the fourth quarter of their playoff game last year. I remember we talked about it at the time. I don't remember everything that happened, but it, it was it was egregious. He should he should have been charged with a misdemeanor after that <laughs> coaching performance of how bad it was. Yeah, it was bad. Um, so that game on the I think I think the Chiefs are going to route him. Uh, I'm not worried about the outcome of that. Staying away from anything gambling related with some of this stuff because we haven't seen folks play in the preseason, so I don't really know what it's going to look like. Not like I take a whole bunch of stock in the preseason, but you kind of want to see you know how people look. Uh, so I'm gonna stay away from it from a gambling no, perspective. I, no I say that super, no Super Bowl party hangover for the Chiefs. Yeah, no, nah, I think Patrick Patrick Mahomes is different. He's had a great offseason though. He's been hey, he's been living his life, dude. Patty Mahomes on, been all over the place. We've he's the toast this. of the town. <laughs> hey, we seen this movie, bro. He got engaged yeah. a couple weeks ago. He got a lot of shit going on. Yeah, true. Texans first half talk. You're on it? Uh, no, nah, I ain't say all that. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that, man. And then, you know, just looking forward to Sunday, obviously. Um, full slate. It's nothing better. Yeah, the other so, big stories. The other big stories we're going to break down right now. Odell, uh, the Hopkins contract, and then we'll talk Trubisky Foles, and then we'll get to stop the cap. But. We're back. The season's back. Where are you at if you're in the Browns locker room and something comes out like the story about Odell comes out? Is it a I, – I could give a fuck about that. That has nothing to do with football. He's been at practice. He's been busting his ass. Or is it like – does it rub you a little bit the wrong way? You feel like it's a distraction or – well, where are you at with that type of thing? If I'm on the team – Give me the yes. you can, 
Yeah, go ahead. I mean, what am I gonna do? Get mad at him because of his his sexual preferences? <laughs> like, how dare you let someone shit on your chest, man? You know we right. got a championship to win. Like, no. <laughs> if anything, right. like you're laughing at it. I mean, first off, man, look, these dudes live a high profile life, right? So shit's gonna come out. You know, their personal lives are not very personal, especially, um, you know, when you start finding the, s- the slim dangers of the world. You know what I'm Yo, saying? Sh- like, and- <laughs> I, I mean. Shorty is not up to his caliber. And, and shout out to Dustin for I, I was like, yo, I've heard of her before. I knew what she was on, and Dustin, this is the one Snine was taking out. Where was Snine was taking out? She keeps baby mama like taking her shopping and shit. Oh, was that her? Yeah, it was her. Oh wow. So, so yeah, shout out Dustin was- for the uh, for the call out on that last night's Zoom call. But yeah, um, listen, man, that's it's it's a it's not a distraction. I don't know if he it, it, it's it's funny. He's going to get clowned. You know, dudes are going to be referencing it for the rest of the year. DBs are definitely going to be talking about it with them and stuff like that. But it's not like he went out and got a DUI or got arrested or did some truly stupid shit that, you know, um, is a distraction to the season. It's just like, look, man, he messed with the chick. He likes to get shit on. I fully believe story. I don't, I don't, I don't think this chick has got on the radio and just decided to say, hey, you know, I took a shit on Del Beckham Jr.'s chest. Um, so I fully believe, I fully believe the situation. I fully believe the story. Um, with that being said, man, it's just, it's just some funny shit. No pun intended. Like he's just going to get clowned on by the guys, but I don't think it's going to have anything to do with his focus. It's not like there's a lawsuit or he did something criminal or he's got some shit to worry about. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like when that Dwight Howard shit came out last year. It was just like, you know, okay. Yeah. That's what you do. You do your that's thing. That's what you do. Yeah, and even this, you might clown Odell more for this than you would the Dwight Howard shit because there's obviously some, some more issues with the Dwight Howard thing. If that's really his, his preference. But you're just going to clown him, man. Like, bro, you got shit on. Oh, yeah. Oh, you see him with a new chick, like, shit on your chest, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be some memes. But, you I know. Mean, if if I'm in the locker room, I am relentless on Odell. Well, this oh. is the thing, right? It depends who you are. So, like, there's not very many people in that locker room that can even probably even, like, talk to him at all in a negative way. Yeah, He's going to be like, gee, who, do, like, uh, who are you? Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, who are right? you? Right? Um, See my commercials? But, <laughs> I was in the Drake video. But, but Landry? <laughs> on him. Jarvis? Oh, my this guy. gosh. Yeah, oh, him. my God. I'm on him so wild. Like, yo, bro, I know you got down like that. You wild yeah, boy. He's a wild boy, man. What happened? <laughs> You wow, bro. So, yeah, bro. That's uh that's an interesting thing. But yeah, bro, listen. To each his own, man. If you show up and catch touchdowns, none of this shit <laughs> matters ever. Yep. And Doesn't let's keep it matter. real. Some of y'all like some nasty shit too. So yeah, just keep it moving. What happens behind closed doors? <laughs> that's what he said too. I don't judge that man. I don't look at him any different. Uh there's other things I I I dislike Odell for, and it's not getting shit on. So whatever. Yeah. To each his own, man. Hey, look, he's a multimillionaire. He might be sick of the regular. He wants to he wants somebody yeah, to show his chest, man. Hey, there's levels to this. Levels. <laughs> levels, big levels. We ain't even there yet. You can't you can't even fathom getting at that level when you when you want somebody to shit on your chest. So Yeah, you gotta you really that's she gotta sign an NDA or something. A hundred percent. What? She gotta, She's coming. If you know you're gonna be requesting that type of shit, dog. She coming through with the brown because, sports, yeah. Because she said that he uh, he had pictures. flown her out, and she asked for a, he asked her for a video. 
Yeah, she said she, like, made it, she said she made it look sexy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you know you're about to be doing all that and you know the, and you know what this chick's about, she's a super ratchet, clout-chasing. Chief keeps baby mama. Type of lady. Yeah. Then you got to take all precautions. Um, I don't know, man. At least have a super hot chick shitting on your chest. Yeah, but what I'm saying, but if you want oh, a girl, chick to shit oh, on girl, your chest, oh girl, diet didn't even look right. Like you're not, he's not gonna find you? the IG model <laughs> that's gonna shit on his chest, man. You have to find Slim Danger for that. That's what she's no. available for, bro. <laughs> you don't think you could find a a. That nah. man, dog. He can find as many bad chicks as he wants, man. Like this is Odell Beckham Jr., bro. It, 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 you, sometimes you want to find a shit, a chick who's gonna take a shit on your chest, and that's Slim Danger. And if she happens to look like that, you're not worried. You're just looking at, you're looking up. Why? Is her, <laughs> na- her name. <laughs> her name is Slim Danger. Yeah, I think it's Slim Danger. Yeah. yeah interesting. Yep. That's all I'm saying. Right. She's available. We'll leave, we'll leave the there. menu is extensive. <laughs> To stay on, uh, she gonna put st- that shit on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> to stay on uh, the wide receiver tip, wide receiver, the wide out. You know these <laughs> wide outs are wild boys, man. Yeah. Um. Let's go to DeAndre Hopkins. Two year extension worth fifty four and a half million in new money. Twenty seven and a quarter per forty two point. Seven five guaranteed at signing, and he negotiated it by himself. Shout out DeAndre Hopkins. He's probably been the most unappreciated, or I won't say unappreciated because he's appreciated, but I'll say underappreciated wide receivers throughout his career. He never complained. He had a lot of bullshit quarterbacks before Deshaun Watson showed up. He never said anything. He just caught the rot, did his thing. Um <clears throat> And now he has a massive restart out in Arizona um, with an emerging young quarterback that looks like he's going to be able to make shit happen. Um, I like Kyler. Least, yeah, he, he, he's he been able to show that he's going to make shit happen, getting out of the pocket with his feet, wants to throw first, but it's very mobile as well. Um, and they got – hey, listen – I don't think Kingsbury is a good coach. I don't think he deserves a job in Arizona. But if there's one thing that he wants to do, he's going to throw the rock. So oh, yeah. that's all fun and good for DeAndre Hopkins. So um, shout out to Hopkins. How you feel about the deal? Let me find uh, this list of paid wide receivers. He was kind of in the middle of the pack. But how you feel about the deal? And how you feel about him negotiating it himself? He probably saved himself a million yep. and a half on an agent fee. Definitely. And I didn't realize that he had uh, negotiated his own contract. So big shout out to him because yeah. sometimes when you see that happen, guys end up getting screwed. But yeah, definitely shout out to him. Um, yeah, I love it, man. I love I love that the NFL money overall is starting to catch up. I think for years you would see like the NBA free agency and you got B and C level players getting 20 to 30 million dollars a year. And then you go over to the NFL and household names are making, you know, six, seven million dollars a year. So I think obviously something shifted over the last couple of years. And I really got to give credit. I, I hate to say this. I hate to say it because it's, but I'm not going to give any. Know? No, I'm not going to give any football credit to this man. But I got, I, I think Kirk Cousins, um, Kirk Cousins kind of started this as far as just getting all this guaranteed money, betting on yourself and just saying, no, you're going to pay me. Like, I don't care if I am Kirk Cousins, you're going to pay me. 
So I love to see Hopkins get this kind of money, man. I think he's a great player. I think that's a great fit out there in Arizona. Huge for them to go out and get him. If you got a young quarterback, you got to give him some talent to play with. You got to give him some good receivers. And I think that they did that, man. So I'm all for it. And I love that he negotiated himself. Now, I wouldn't recommend all players do that because, again, DeAndre Hopkins is at the top of the list. So he kind of knows what he's going to go in there and ask for, whereas other guys can get screwed out when doing that. So, I mean, just make sure you know what you're doing before you go and do this. But I love it, man. I really love the precedent that it's setting now for paying quality NFL players like they should get paid. Yeah, and I think um, Dak Prescott is taking – Dak Prescott's going to do exactly what uh, Kirk Cousins did. He's going to tax you. He's going to tax you next year, and then he's going to ask for the short-term deal and get paid out just like Kirk did. Yeah. Uh, And hopefully it seems like that's the route. Um, hopefully it works out. He stays healthy and does his thing and continues to play well. Um, but yeah, this new deal for DeAndre Hopkins puts him up there with Julio this year. Let me ask you this. I bet you, you don't know who the third highest for 2020, the third highest wide receiver pay scale wise. Number one's DeAndre Hopkins at 27.25. Now then it's Julio at 22. Who do you think is number three? Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. Okay, you probably did you look it up? No, I just knew he just signed his deal the okay, other day. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh he's also another underappreciated dude. He's a beast. Yeah, he's, he's good. I love him on hard knocks too. Yeah, he's great. Shout I like, his, I like his whole demeanor. His whole, his whole <laughs> swagger is great. His whole swag is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, Keenan, I know I, I only know that. I'm not gonna pretend like I know a bunch. I just knew that because he just signed his deal the other day. And I figure yeah. if he just signed his deal, it's gonna be up there. Yeah. So Allen. Hey, get your money, all y'all. Get your money yep. or don't show up. Amari Simple Cooper. and plain. Understand your power in this league. Get your money or don't show up. Period. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Hey. And cool. don't show up till they give it to you. Fax me the offer or don't fax me at all. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like that's it. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Zeke, Zeke already told you. I'm going to Cabo. Um, you can reach me. I'll be working out. I got unlimited data. I'll be available. <laughs> Just, call me. Just call me. You know what I'm saying? But facts. Call me with the cash. Uh, then we got Amari Cooper, Mike Thomas, AJ Green. Shout out AJ Green. Mike Thomas, I know he just signed this deal, but he should renegotiate already for Hopkins getting his money because Mike Thomas hey, is listen, a problem. Matic. No cap. <laughs> no cap. He's underpaid already. Already. Th- that's why when, that's why we were screaming from the rooftops about the DAC deal. Yeah. It's like, dog, you're you can't you can't try to underpay me right now under some guys that are already paying because I know in three years I'm going to be underpaid again. So they, like they fucked up by not signing him last off season. Yes. Cause they they're going to pay him $45 million a year over four years. Yeah. And he was asking for a new deal. He was asking for 35, like four. Yeah. yeah. That, he's going to get, he's not going to get the Mahomes deal, but he's a hundred percent going to get the Watson deal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and then like Odell's down at seven. Now Tariq Hills at tied for seventh with, uh, at 18 with Odell. He's underpaid. Mike Evans is going to have a monster year. Shout out. Okay, Brandon Cooks, who's now on in Houston. He's on his 15th team in, in six years. And I saw a figure. Well, first off, the Rams are still over the cap. Of course. They're like, this is, hey, hey, gee, the season starts tomorrow. They're over the cap right now. Like, oh, they have to, oh, they have to come? Bro, they're over the cap. The Rams are over the cap by like 400K or something. Like, they unplayable. Need- to start the season over the cap. Like, bro, you need to get under the cap. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> they so, fucked up that situation so but, bad. But it's tough 
and I was reading it. I think it was Warren Sharp actually was talking about how it, yo, it's tough for um you to be under the cap when you're they're paying Todd Gurley 9.5 million to not play. To not play. And Brandon Cooks 21 and a half million to not play. Thirty million dollars two guys that you're not that are not on your roster. So like, yeah, it's hard to be under the cap. Mm-hmm. And you're paying Jared Goff a whole bunch of money to play, but not really play. Yeah, and he stinks. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I mean. Regular season guy. He's not even. He's like he's like the first half of the regular season guy. He's like no, the dude, first he, eight games yeah, guy. <laughs> he. It was two years ago. It was the second half of that year that they went to the Super Bowl. It was really ever since he played the Bears in whatever that like week ten of that year that the Rams went to the Super Bowl. He has not been a good quarterback. Very I, shaky. Tyler Boyd is making more money than Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Unbelievable. You should see this list, this wide receiver list. It's the wideout list. Julian Edelman making 7.7. He's been making that for like a decade. They need to give my man Allen Robinson He's $20 million a year. Devontae Parker's underpaid. Free A-Rob. He's up there, though. A-Rob, A-Rob is number 15 at 14 per. So, I mean. Yeah. He's about right. That's about right for him, I would say. He's not better than any of the guys in front of him. And he and, and he's good. I mean, he's not better than Diggs, Devontae Adams, Landry, Thielen. He's ah. how do we know? He's been yeah. playing with Mitch Trubisky. He was awesome last year <laughs> when they could get the fucking ball to him. That's true. Yeah. And speaking of Mitch Trubisky, dun dun dun. Let's get our let's get our final. Let's get, let's get this final, out the way. Let's just get this out the way, bro. And let me be trying. Let, let me try to be civil because I, I think it's very clear on where I stand and you know how I feel about Mr. Trubisky starting. So, where are you at with the narrative that if you start Mitch, uh, you can bench him, but if you started Folds, that's it. It's a wrap for Trubisky, and you don't even have a backup now. You kind of lost him and his mental as a backup. That's bullshit. You can bench and start whoever you want to because if you start Nick Foles and he's not playing well to the point where you want to see another quarterback, you throw Mitch Trubisky in because you're play- paying him to be on your football team and to be the backup quarterback. That's his but job. Do, so but, people are saying, but do, you, but do you want to have it like week to week? Is that what you're saying? Or what do you mean? Uh, like, because you don't no, want to have week. it week to week where it's like, who's who's playing? No, no, no. You name your starter. That is your starter. And they're, they're, they're the starter until they can't hold that job down anymore. What's so difficult about this? I feel like we've almost gotten to the point now where it's like we're playing these 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 mental fragility games with these quarterbacks where it's like, oh, man, you know, we need to he, if he starts on day one, he needs to know he's going to be there for 17 weeks. No, it's like any other position, man. If a linebacker starts missing tackles. Guess what? You put in another fucking linebacker. If you have a quarterback, <laughs> if you have a quarterback and he's not making plays. Right. And it's and these are things that are his fault that he's not executing on. You move on and you have another quarterback. I mean, luckily you have two you guys with experience. Line? But where do you draw the line? Though? What so line? If, well, listen, if Trubisky comes out and plays really well game one, but then plays bad game two and three, you pull him? You look at the totality of the situation. And if games <laughs> and if games two and if games yeah, and if games just like you evaluate your roster constantly. I don't know how would you same question for a linebacker, same question for your corners, same question for your offensive lineman. If they have a great game, game one, but then game two, they're not good. Game three, they're getting really bad. And you don't, and in practice, you're watching, you're like, hey, man, this is not going to get better. Then you make your move. 
that's what you're paid to do. I don't understand why we have to tiptoe around this. I don't you understand. Jump, you can't jump back and forth, though. You can't jump. But why? You have two shitty quarterbacks. Whose feelings are we worried about hurting here? You need to do what gives you the best chance to win football games. Right. I'm sick of these of these rules of you can't do this and you can't do that. And you can't start with Trubisky, then bench him because you might hurt his confidence. Or if you start with Foles, you might as well cut Mitch because his confidence is gone. No, he's your backup quarterback. Now he's your starter. Nick Foles is your backup. If Mitch Trubisky doesn't get it done, Nick Foles should be pushing him in practice every single week, and you should have it. Neither one of them has earned the right to not get fucking yanked. You can yank him in the game if you want to. We're in a situation where we clearly have, if, if this guy couldn't beat out Mitch Trubisky, well, then he's not a very good quarterback, so we're rolling with two not very good quarterbacks, and you just got to put out whoever's going to help you win a ball game. Forget all the conventional shit. We have wasted too much time on this. We've wasted too much time on this. I'm done. Just do what's going to help you win. I don't I don't want to hear it, man. Nick Foles can handle it. He's been benched before. <laughs> I was waiting on you to say something else. That's it. That's it, man. I just I just don't understand. Like I, I I've heard so many different like yeah, like, oh well now you got to roll with Trubisky. If you bench Trubisky in week three, it's over with. It was over with two fucking years ago. <laughs> Where have you been? What are we waiting to not be over with Mitch Trubisky? It is over. But if yeah, he's the best I, guy on the roster, then he got the job. But if you're if I don't listen, man, two weeks ago, Matt Nagy couldn't tell you if Mitch Trubisky has made improvements. So that tells you how bad Foles was. But you knew I saw this decision coming about a week ago when you started hearing some of the comments. The fact he had named Foles the starter a week ago, should have let you know. Whose call is this? Nagy's or Pace's call? And, Nagy's. And, and this is a Matt Nagy call. I think we talked about we knew this was a we can't go back on that. We said it. This is Matt Nagy's making this decision. I don't think I don't think Nagy. Yeah, I think it's a Matt Nagy decision, one hundred percent. I don't think Ryan Pace made this decision. You don't think he had a conversation with him? No, I mean I, no, because I don't think that why if you Ryan Pace had- if Ryan Pace wanted Mitch Trubisky to start. Why would he put so much into Foles? You could have brought in Andy Dalton. And be like, hey, Mitch Trubisky beat out Andy Dalton. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't. I think he was really set on upgrading the quarterback position, and they picked the wrong guy. Like that's what happened here. There's nothing. There's nothing else at play. Like let's just let's just call it what it is. How can you miss so poorly though? The same way that you missed on this quarterback to begin with. Yeah, you missed roll well, the quarterback. We know what happened with the quarterback situation. They misread the market. Yeah, they misread the market. They jumped out early. They were the Big Ten of the NCAA. Yeah, yeah they misread the market like <laughs> crazy because you saw Dalton go for a million. You saw Jameis go for a million. You saw Cam go for a million. Yeah, each of these guys had their own problems, but it's not like Nick Foles is a perfect quarterback. So, yeah, you misread the market. Um, but I'll give them this. If Foles or Trubisky did beat out Mitch, I'm um, Trubisky beat out Mitch, if Trubisky did beat out Nick Foles, then I got to take my hat off to Nagy for making that decision because he knew that that was a tough decision to make. He knew what the fans wanted. There's not too many people left on Trubisky Island. So, I mean, he must have really beat him out. That's what I'm saying. Foles must have been fucking terrible. He he didn't beat him out. He beat him out. I think there wasn't a true training camp. There wasn't any preseason game. This would have been the most interesting preseason of our lifetime. Yeah. Like, I'd we would have been locked in. We would have been locked in. We would have. Le- we would have legit had 
two quarterbacks to watch. They would have, they would have been they'd have been playing three quarters. Yeah. We'd have been able to see what was going on. I think the how short is the leash? For Mitch? Yeah. And if if you're if you're if you're Matt Nagy, beat Matt Nagy for a second. And uh how short is the leash? Man, I mean, if here's the I'm thing. I'm gonna if, tell you this, bro. Nick Foles is that hey, shitty. Yeah. Hey, Nick, bro, I'm gonna tell you this right now, bro. This guy Trubisky comes out first half and looks like he he usually looks. They're gonna be calling for his head at halftime. Bro. Well, and that's the other thing you got to deal with the rest of the locker room. So the lease is as short as the rest of the locker room is gonna allow it to be, and that's where he's gonna feel his pressure from. So yeah, if Trubisky comes out and throws out a stinker, yes, you're going to Nick Foles. As I said, listen, man, we're winning four ball games this year. <laughs> yeah, no, we won't be that bad. The D's gonna be good. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be solid. Four ball games this year, guys. But this is, strap in. Our division is loaded. Loaded. The NFC in general is fucking loaded. Matt Stafford's coming back to work. Um, I mean, like, this is not a good situation for us, man. So, I just, it's very clear that I think Mitch Trubisky is a bad quarterback, and I don't think he needs any more chances. I think he, last year was the, was the last, was, that was it for me. He had a full fucking year in a new system and they cater to him and it's blatantly obvious either Matt Nagy is the worst coach in the league, which I don't think is true or Trubisky's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. The things that Nagy was doing to try to protect Trubisky and not put him out there and not make him look bad and dumb everything down was something that shouldn't be happening for NFL quarterbacks. And it was so, and then you go give up a fourth round pick and you go sign this guy to a whole bunch of 20 M's, and literally he's the worst quarterback outside of Andy Dalton that's available probably? Yeah. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, so, and I'd rather, much rather pay Andy Dalton a million bucks than Nick Foles 20 million in the first, fourth round pick. Without not, there's, not, there's not much separation, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, got, I get it, Foles got hot and has had his moments, but yeah. Yeah, so... Man, listen, bro, this, you already know how this goes. Every incomplete pass, Fox is going to be panning to Nick Foles. Yeah. It's going to be like <laughs> oh, interception. They're going to pan to Nick Foles, Nick Foles immediately. With his little half sleeves that he wears and shit. Yeah, yeah like so it's uh, it's going to be interesting. We'll leave it there, man. I'm excited to see what happens. Hey, it's going to give us a lot to talk about. I know that. Yep. For, the, for good or bad. Um. Hey, listen, and I hope I eat my words, bro. I hope this guy comes out and looks like Brett Favre. That'd be great. Yeah, but it's just not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> you know. Yes. Hey, next, like I told you, I know bad coaching. I also know bad quarterbacking. Bad. We've seen a lot of bad. I've seen. I've seen a lot of guys who just don't yeah, have yeah, it, yeah. and he, he he's it one of is them. what he does not have. So. Yes. All right, let's close the show. Stop the cap, bro. Uh, Pinocchio. Stop the cap right now. Stop the cap. Question number one. Stop the cap. Cap or no cap, Nick? Yo, so it dawned on me. Yeah, go ahead. Some of our audience might not understand the meaning of the word cap, so I think you might have to, you oh, might have to, let, you might have to let them know. Okay. A cap, if if you, you say no cap, uh, that's not a lie. If you say, no, nah, bro, you're capping, that you're lying, bro. Stop lying. Cap or no cap. Cap is a lie. Um, good call quick. Okay, first one. Giannis Antetokounmpo 
on possibly leaving the Milwaukee Bucks this offseason. That's not happening. Some see a wall and go in another direction. I plow, I plow through it. That's what Giannis said on possibly leaving Milwaukee. Cap or no cap? Uh, yeah, sounds good now. Sounds good now until 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 your phone rings and it says Riley Patrick on it. Caller ID. <laughs> <laughs> With that 305 area code, baby. Stop the cap. <laughs> Stop the cap. Stop the cap, man. Um, I this dude is different, but I don't think he's that different. So well, say, think, what what do you mean? So people are like, oh, Giannis is different, oh, man. He's so like, loyal. He's, he's so loyal. He'll never right. leave there. And I'm like, look, man, he he he's in rare air where his career will be incomplete without a championship. Only his, so many guys can say that. Like, only so many is, guys can say that. His legacy is in jeopardy. Very in jeopardy if and he does not win championships. If it comes down to it, he's going with an S. S. He's going to pick his legacy over the city of Milwaukee. Now, can he force his hand to the Milwaukee front office and get them to start retooling and changing some shit? And will he be willing to be patient while they do that? It depends on how much he trusts that current infrastructure at my at Milwaukee, right? But if there's a situation where he can leave and go to somewhere else and start getting rings, I, I just man, we've seen it with so many guys that the allure of doing that is just too hard to, to leave. I think the only guy you will see not do that is Dame Lillard. Like I think Dame, you want to talk about like loyalty and like hey, listen. I like yeah, and I agree with you. You want to talk about loyalty? Dame's got it. And will it be a mistake? Probably. Probably. You but know I know saying? he will never – like, he, I just listened to him on Reddick's podcast the other day. This dude is just, like, cut from that loyalty cloth. Like, if the team was 15 and 67 every year, he's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm here. Um, he's also getting 40 M's a year. But yeah. – uh, He's the man out hurt. there. Yeah, he's the big, man out there. Like, they love him deal. out there. Yeah. And I just don't know this Milwaukee situation, man. Their cap situation is bad. The team is not a young team. So it's not like, hey, I got this young dude that I'm partnering with for the next few years. He's the youngest – player on the team um so yeah i don't know so stop the cap or or, or stop the cap stop the cap stop the cap, <laughs> stop Giannis, the cap right now Giannis, Giannis is all cap right now okay number two listen this is this was a request from nick the quick cap or no cap the tampa bay buccaneers i have a tweet on the on the video says, repeat after me. I don't even know who this tweet is, but it reminded me similarly of what Big Nick the Quick said. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the most overrated team in, in recent memory. Remember the Browns last season? While everyone was all over them, I called for a 7-9 or 8-8 eight and eight season. Gun to head, Bucks missed the playoffs. Cap or no cap? Which part? The missed the playoffs part or not the fact the that they're the overrated? Playoffs, just that they're overrated and they're not going to be nope. as good as everyone No team. cap. No cap. We see this. We see this in the NFL all the time. All these super teams. This is not the NBA. In the NFL, whenever you see, remember the Eagles? Remember the Eagles super team when they kept adding all these dudes that year and then they're running this wide nine defense and all this weird shit. And it was like, oh, the Eagles, they're going to dominate in the league. Didn't make the playoffs. Last year, the Browns. Oh, man, they added in Odell. They got all these guys. Kareem Hunt, when he comes back from suspension, didn't make the playoffs. The thing with the Bucks that scares me and you know it means a lot if I'm saying this, is that I don't know how much I can trust. Man, I don't know how the right way to say this. Um, I'm nervous about a 43-year-old quarterback being taken out of his comfort zone and being put somewhere else 
and being expected to like elevate. Like Tom Brady doesn't need to just be like, okay, like they're expecting him to be really good at quarterback. And I don't know if that's necessarily in the cards. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think that he's a bum. I don't think that he's, you know, going to be terrible, but I just feel like, man, you're operating out of so much comfort in new England, right? You know, you know, the guy who opens the door when you walk in the stadium, you know, the dude who parks your car, you know, the bathroom attendant, like all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're 43, you know, the older you get, you don't want to deal with changing shit. I'm 33 and I already, I don't like change at this point. Like, yo, keep my shit how it is. I don't want to do it. I don't want right. new people. I don't want none of that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, so right. I think all that plays into it. And he's 43 years old. So obviously like the age and all that's going to play a factor too. And you know, I love Tom Brady. I'm just not prepared to say that like, yo, throwing Brady in there, he's going to throw, you know, 40 touchdowns and 5,000 yards. I think you're still dealing with uh, some issues that might arise with a 43 year old quarterback in a new system with a bunch of guys who haven't done anything before. Like yeah, they signed Fournette and someone was like, oh, this is the Warriors. I'm like, Fournette just got cut <laughs> by the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars. Like, let's, hey, look, let's keep it, let's keep look, it real look, here. Look, look. <laughs> so our, I'm going to say uh, stop the cap because some teams deserve being hyped up. Others don't. This team deserves the hype. If you watch the Buccaneers last year, their defense was outrageous. Their defensive line is outrageous. They add Gronk on top of Godwin, Mike Evans, and they add Fournette, a solid run game, and Brady with Bruce Arians. I think Bruce Arians is a big thing here. We were talking about the Browns being really, really good, and Freddie Kitchens was the was the head coach. So Arians has a little more, uh, we'll call it expertise, a little more experience. Yeah. Um, and let's talk about their division. Carolina is going to be weak. Atlanta is Atlanta. They're going to be seven and nine. They're yep. Atlanta's the Bears of the NFC South. Mm. Okay. I mean, they don't play the same style of football, but it's like they should be better than they are all the time, and they're always fucking very mediocre. Mediocre, yeah. Untrustworthy, essentially. And hey. The Saints are the Saints, but they're going to take a step back this year. I think they went thirteen and three last year. Like that's I, that I don't see that for them this year. Um, they're going to be they're still going to be good, but the the real juggernaut in that division is the Saints, and the the Bucks will be able to deal with them. Um, stop the cap on them missing the playoffs. I think they do miss. Yeah, them. that's I, I that's think cap. they make the playoffs. Yeah, that's um, cap. But then the, the, I do think they are overrated. Wild. Um, the Gronk thing? Come on, man. Man, niggas forget so quick, huh? Gronk a fucking animal. Guy's been popping e-pills for the last Gronk. 12 months <laughs> on, on South Beach. <laughs> Gronk is a beast. People people, people, so soon to forget. Um, But yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. And uh, do we all get to see it starting next week? Man. Brady come back refreshed. I'm telling you, they just wanted to get away from Belichick. He come back looking like found a youth. <laughs> Straight up, his head grok. So yeah. we'll see. Anything else you want to stop the cap on before we get out of here? Nah, man, I'm just ready, ready to get going, man. 100 percent ready to get going. NFL gearing up, NBA playoffs full swing. Let me ask you this, man. Um, yeah. What is your finals prediction as it stands right now? And how many games? I need, Celtics, I need it all. Celtics, Clippers, 
Clippers in six. Okay. If that's just legit, like off the cuff, Celtics. Listen, I, I think we knew the Celtics had options and weapons. It seems like, especially when Smart is hitting jumpers, it seems yeah, it's like over with. infinite. Yeah. So like, and then you got uh, Thice running the floor. It's like Thice man, is nice, man. Yo, bro, this yo. guy. So it's like, man. You put you need a one-on-one bucket. Kemba is one of the best one-on-one players in basketball. Yep. Um then you need a I can do anything bucket. Give it to Jason Tatum. Then Jalen Brown is like a step below Jason Tatum. Jay, and but Jalen Brown is a dog. Then yeah. you then you got this guy, uh, I don't even know his first name. I think it's Jalen Williams. What's his first name? Robert Robert Williams or Robert something like Williams. that. Yeah, this, who is this guy? <laughs> this guy's this, great. Yeah. This guy <laughs> comes off the bench, and he's just running the floor, impacting stuff on D, dunking yep. shit. So, like. Rim runner. Yeah, rim runner. They, I mean, we knew they had this, this, this stable of players, and we know the coaching. They look tough, man. man. They, I've never seen, I wouldn't say never, but. It was. It's been rare to see over the last couple of years Toronto get locked up and have no answer for anything on O, and then have a hard time on D, and that's what's happening in in this Boston series. A hundred percent, yeah. Um, and so real quick, that's why I got to go with Boston. Real quick, before we get out of here, we were talking about money, and we were talking about the L.A. Rams just across the ticker. Jalen Ramsey signs for five years, one hundred and five million dollars, largest deal ever for a corner. So, where is the money coming from, well, I, dude? I have no idea, honestly, <laughs> to be honest. Because, like, if you look at their the deals that they've signed the last they signed huge three seasons, deals. yeah, they just signed. Everybody gets one hundred fifty million dollars, <laughs> and it's like I don't know where this money's coming from, bro. Yeah, and and this is the thing. You had to do that when you traded for him. Yeah, you had to you sign. Knew you have. You knew that when you when you traded for Ramsey that you were going to have to sign him for a hundred million dollars. And he was he, very clear about what he and wanted. He was very clear <laughs> that very that's clear what that was going to happen. This is what's going to happen. So <laughs> y'all figure it know, out. Man. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who's running shit over there. I don't know the GM of the Rams. Um, but. There, this is not how you build a championship squad. There's too many people being paid tons and tons of money, and they're gonna have holes all over the field because of it. It's just how yeah. it works. Yeah, um, just hold on to Aaron Donald and just go forward. Yeah, Donald. I mean, think about it. Donald got paid. Gurley got paid. Cooks got paid. Golf got paid. Didn't Whitworth Ram- get paid? Whitworth got paid. Ramsey got paid. Ramsey got paid. I think they paid like, somebody else too. Yeah. Didn't didn't they uh they went and got the DN from uh I feel like they gave a little bit of money to my man from Jacksonville, Flowers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. It's just like yeah. I don't bro, they're they're just cat purgatory. You don't want to have six guys making the top eighty percent of the cap. Right. And then the other the other well, especially guys. When you're a non playoff team now too, so yeah, exactly. So um and then you got guys like San Francisco not paying anybody, like on offense, their whole offense. No, uh, Garoppolo is getting paid, but the rest of their everybody else on their team that gets paid is on defense and the offensive line. <laughs> right. So it's like that's a tough matchup. Then you got to worry about Seattle. Like the NFC is loaded. Mm-hmm. So, and joke all you want about the NFC East, like they they usually go toe to toe, but dude, Dallas is going to be solid. 
Philly's going to be really solid. Daniel um, Jones. Dude, Minnesota's going to be really good. <laughs> Green Bay's always around. There's a yep. lot, a lot, a lot of teams in the NFC. So I guess, hey, hey, Tampa, Tampa is going to have tough sledding. So that's why they play the games. Hey, that NFC West is loaded. That's why they play the games. I'm ready. Yeah, it's going to be good. All right, that's it for uh, no catch up. September 9th, twenty twenty. It's crazy to say that. Right. NFL's tomorrow. Um, no catch up sports talk via Chicago. Make sure you lock in with us across the board. Apple, I or I yeah, Apple, Apple iTunes, Spotify. You know the deal, man. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. Let's get it. Let's get it.